Today's Golden Wingo Show is sponsored by ADT Commercial for Business. ADT Commercial serves businesses ranging from mid-sized organizations to large-scale enterprises. Think of them as a special team who has one focus, your business security. They provide a comprehensive line of security, fire, life safety, and risk management solutions, professional-grade systems for commercial-grade businesses. With ADT Commercial, every day is game day. Fortune 1000 companies rely on ADT Commercial for highly complex, scalable, integrated solutions that help solve their unique business challenges. And if you're looking for a partner to upgrade or take over the monitoring and service your current system, ADT Commercial can help to painlessly install and maintain large-scale and multi-site businesses. No pain. That's good in sports and good in business security. Visit us at ADT.com slash no pain to learn more. The Best of Golden Wingo podcast is presented by Capital One. This is Banking Reimagined. Guess who's back from vacation, motherfucker? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Sorry in advance. We're back yet again. And if this voice sounds unfamiliar, it's because my family decided that waiting for me to come back from vacation to do the podcast was not worth it. So they took over last week. I am Michael Jr. here with my dad, Michael Sr., my mom, Chris Golick, my brother Jake and his wife, Jenny, and my sister, Sydney. You would know me and my dad from... Our time on the program on ESPN Radio, Golik and Wingo. My dad was also on Mike and Mike for 18 years prior to that on ESPN Radio, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. My brother Jake played football at Notre Dame, where my dad and I also played. My sister was a swimmer there. My sister-in-law Janice ran track there. And my mom went to St. Mary's, the wonderful college across the street. And did nothing. And and did many great things that got (laughs) us all. You're the reason we're all here, quite literally. And uh, so, yeah, you would know us from the show and the rest of my family from their Twitter accounts that probably all deserve to be suspended at one point or another, mostly Jake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is very true. So did you guys miss me last week? Uh, so, yeah, uh, last week I had to run this podcast, so that that uh, didn't go swimmingly uh, because Mike was on vacation in Columbia. I, see, for my and your mom's generation, when you say Columbia, all I think of is Pablo Escobar. And I think of all the drug cartels. So I'm like, where in the hell are you going? But I guess it's some great place now. Huh? Literally every time we mentioned it to somebody, their eyes, like that it was our age, their eyes widened. Like, why would your son go to Columbia? Yeah, I mean, as recently as like the like the mid-2000s, like the 2010 area right there, they were still dealing with a lot of the aftermath of that. But now they've really turned it around. They've made it a big tourist destination. Medellin, the area that's kind of the center of all that <laughs> yeah. for you guys, is now that it's a... It's a beautiful area. It's still dealing with a lot of that, but had a great time. It's very hilly and wonderful. I was offered cocaine probably six times, once on the end of a knife in a soccer stadium in the stand sec- in the uh, fan section. So that was exciting. That's Did you, crazy. What was your answer? Uh, I told them no because it was on the end of a knife. Ah. <laughs> I, I got to know, Sydney, would you ever, would Columbia ever show up on your list of, of vacation spots? Um. I feel like if I was there with, like, if I had, like, supervision when I was there, I could go, but, like, definitely not by myself. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and, and I would advise that. So I was there. I was I was one of six in the group. I was the only guy. So it was me and five girls. Now, luckily, one of the girls who had been down in South America for five months smoked better Spanish than all of us. But three of the other girls got thrown out of a cab because they did not speak Spanish. Really? And the driver got pissed off, oh. and he like, just made them get out. Could you imagine? No, no, I couldn't imagine. I could imagine because well, it happened. Yeah. We know, we know what Jake would do because Jake <laughs> is peed in an Uber. Jake would just pee in the uh, in the cab. 
Yeah, I speak English and still get kicked out of Uber. So um. <laughs> you also told me you jumped off a bridge, right? Yeah, no, it was it was good. We got to go in. There's a bunch of surrounding towns in the area. Uh, one of them is called Guadape, which is largely known for being one of the most colorful towns in the world. And on the way, we stopped at this like it was like a 33 foot bridge, and they let you jump off into the water. And I kid you not, Evan, get ready to beat this. The guy who took us out there, the the tour guide system there is a lot more loose and liberal. So he just gets to the bridge, jumps right off to the bottom, and yells up to us and goes, "All right, you jump on down." And we're like, "Well, is like you know, is there any advice? Like, is anyone like has anyone ever gotten hurt doing this jumping down?" He goes, "F they have it." <laughs> that was so that was his advice to us is yeah he goes don't fall too far forward you fall backwards you hit your ass you bleed like don't do that that was pushing oh you guys and you did it going in he yeah did it. I, it was one of those things i didn't know about it until we pulled up to the bridge and as soon as we did we walked out and i looked at my friend liz who was the one who had been down there for five months who went down there alone to South America for five months and just sort of made her way around. So she said, oh, yeah, I'm jumping in. And I said, well, I'm not getting shown up. So I jumped in. Well, I was going to say, we were surprised when we heard you, because that's something Jake would do in a heartbeat. I mean, Jake, Jake threw, used to throw himself down steps, so him throwing himself off a bridge. That was a cry for help. Well, <laughs> okay. Again. That's another story. Yeah, that's another story for another day, I guess. Uh. Never mind. Well, I'm glad that you did that, though, because that's kind of out of character for you. Yeah, so. it is. It's very much out of character, which was kind of the tenor of the whole trip. So it was uh, it was fun, though. It was good. And I uh, I know you guys were back here, I'm sure, floundering on the podcast. We were. We were, we were a rudder, rudderless yeah, ship. Yeah, so. yeah. I didn't we're glad you're back. Yeah, thanks, I mean, Janice, did you man the helm? Uh, no, we were, like, all on either phones or in cars or all separate places. So we did miss you. I will say that. It would do, doing a a podcast with six people can be difficult depending on the hookup. And last week, last time we did this podcast was one of the toughest hookups, and I had to run it. And I normally don't, so it was a bit of a struggle. Imagine. Yeah. So onward we go. Imagine. So it is sorry in advance. Thank you, by the way, to everyone who has listened at this point. We are trying and efforting to make the listening process a lot easier yeah. for you guys going forward. We will continue to relay that to you. But in the meantime, download, subscribe, please. Leave a rating, review it, all of those things in the Golik and Wingo tab of the ESPN app and Apple Podcasts right now. So continue to do that. We thank you for that. Exciting stuff in the works for right now. Exciting times also because, you know, peek behind the curtain, we are reporting this, recording this podcast on the first Thursday, the weekend of the beginning of March Madness. So brackets are flowing right now. We're feeling good. Uh, this is a big day. Jake and Jenny, you guys own your own business. So have you guys given yourself today off or do you actually have to work? Yeah, neither of us are working today. So from 12 o'clock on, we are strictly in front of the TV today. And yep, we got a one event tonight, but we have purposely made it at a sports bar. So plenty of TVs. Awesome. Oh, there you go. All right, so so we yep. should do it. If everybody has brackets out there, Jake and Jenny, we'll start with you. Who are your final four? I uh, three brackets. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't remember mine. Sydney, yeah, seriously? we're pulling ours up. So, Sydney, you if can anyone pull else yours has up on the tournament challenge app and ESPN that you should all have probably made brackets on at this point. People listening out there in the earth, I'll go first on this one though. In the bracket that I believe I entered into the Golik and Wingo right. bracket challenge. I went Virginia, Kentucky, Duke, and Texas Tech in my final four. I had Duke and Kentucky squaring off in the title, and I have Duke winning by a final score of 69 to 65. Nice. nice. Okay. Nice. Uh, my final four are Tennessee, North Carolina, Gonzaga, and Duke. 
And I have, for the fourth time this year, Duke and North Carolina squaring off. They'll do it in the championship game with Duke winning 73-70. Chris, what do you got? I, oh, I oh, just no. lost it. Come on. Oh. Um, I got mine here. Oh, I'm ready now, Jake. Okay, I have go for it. Duke and Syracuse playing. And then I have Virginia and North Carolina playing. And I have Duke and North Carolina being in the final. And who winning? Duke. Duke? Yeah, I picked. I made two sheets and I have Duke winning on both. All right. So I'm all in on them. There you go. So. Uh, this is my Levitard one. I have Duke, Michigan, Tennessee, and Kentucky. I have Duke beating Kentucky 82-71. They hear right. Michigan in there? Yes. What the hell's wrong with you? Wow. wow. Michigan Bold. in the Final Four. That's Bold. an outlier. Bold strategy, yep. Cotton. Yep. Wow. Jake, what do you Gotta got? take it. I got Duke, Texas Tech, Tennessee, North Carolina, and I have Duke, Tennessee in the national championship Ooh. with Duke Duke winning 63-58. Wow, a Texas Tech, uh, a three-seed Are in we there. a clean sleep, sleep, sweep with Duke winning right now? Well, we that are. all depends on Sid. Sid. All right, I have Duke, Texas Tech, Purdue, and Kentucky in the final four, and then Duke and Kentucky in the finals, and Duke winning 69 because obviously to 67. Obviously, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. well done. We all have Duke. Yeah, yes. we all have Duke. There were a lot of 69s mixed in there, so the brand is strong for yeah. the Gullick family. Do you Wonderful. think that we've been brainwashed by them being on ESPN like every night of the week? Like, no, I'm, I'm brainwashed by the, the best team that has the best player, so that pretty much does it for me. I'm brainwashed by the fact that I've basically only watched ACC games because it's whoever's playing Duke. That's yeah. who I'm watching. Exactly. That's how I was, too. So Jake and Jenny, is that what Sydney, is that what it's like in the outside world, too? Because we're kind of too close to the forest to see the trees or whatever. Anyone? <laughs> I wasn't. I, I'm going to be 100 percent honest. I literally wasn't paying attention. Jake just looks at me. I was like, "What?" So Janice is in a pretty <laughs> bad mood today. Yeah. Yeah. So Jenny's pretty nervous, I think, because Jenny. No, I'm not. Off, I'm excited. Jenny's often touted her desire to be an, a Hollywood actress. She has still not given up on that dream. She has an Oscar speech that she has written that she will not read on this podcast. Nope. Because she said it kills the dream. Then she's actually, which I don't yes. believe. And, and, and wait, you're actually you were taking acting classes, and you're looking for another spot, or have you found it? Yes. No, I haven't found one yet because um, the current night that I'm I'm teaching at our gyms is the same. I have to get rid of those classes first or make a switch before I can take the class that I would like to take. Um, so, yeah, and I know if I if I give my Oscar speech now, that's like the dream's over. That just means it's never going to happen. So I'm I mean, that back. is not how it works at all. Why does why does that one thing have to mean the other? I don't understand that. It just does. It just feels like it'll just be a laughing. No. All right, well, you know how many like actresses have probably practiced their speeches and have yeah, but I'm not now? an actress yet. Like I gotta get a lot there of them first. weren't either. I, I I have a feeling if Sydney was an actor, she would be the female version of Samuel L. Jackson, More and, and the greatest cursor of all time on the movie Thank screen. Thank you. Yeah, that means a lot. Thank you. That means a lot to my sweet sis. So yeah. We've got we've got that going on. So Jenny won't read the speech, so I'm going to make her read a mon. Uh, uh, yes, I'm going to read dialogue with Jenny coming up at the end of this. Now, oh, one of the boy. other giant travesties of this, and Jake, I see this as a personal failing in your relationship. Is Jenny's never seen a few good men. No, uh, Jenny and I, neither of us are really movie people, but I indeed have seen a few good men. Um, you haven't seen Tommy Boy either, right? <gasps> no, I have now. I have oh, now. Okay. Oh, that God. happened in the last year, I think, though. Yeah. Wow. wow. I didn't want to bring no, up the No, and I am a word, movie but... person. I just don't like going to the movies. I love the comfort of my own couch. Gotcha. gotcha. So. Well, well, these guys, Mike and Jenny, are going to do a scene, the iconic scene 
uh, from A Few Good Men, which is just one of the great scenes of all time. So we look forward and to Jenny's that. And Jenny's going to do it, Woo-hoo. having never heard it. Yeah, yes. Jenny has never yeah. heard or seen So we're going to get Jenny's true, true rendition of it. True acting skills, Jenny. Well, let's be clear. I mean, I've heard the line, you can't handle the truth. I was like, oh, okay. But, um, so... She's got that going. We're going to need right. to hear your delivery, though. That's going to be of the, the key. whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be. I purposely didn't watch it on the way here. Like I was like, yeah, all right, let's just go for it. Okay. All right. Let's easier, see how it goes. Easier said than done on this one. But, oh, I'm uh, sure. I, I, you know, I the one other thing I was interested in the March Madness thing this weekend coming up because we're not a big sports gambling family by any means yet. But have any of you guys actually done, like, the opening weekend in Vegas like they always talk about? No, but I would be open to that. I would go to that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Go to Vegas for the opening weekend and just sit there and bet? Yes. It would be so fun, don't Jake, you Jake, were you there with me for Dane's bachelor party when we went and did that? No, I was not. Okay. Missed so out. Jake missed that one. So I'm the only one that's been there for the opening oh, weekend. Oh, you did it. I didn't I, know so that. I was there for our, our friend Dane, who was a quarterback at Notre Dame. We went out to Vegas for his bachelor party that weekend of the tournament. And it is like we always call ESPN Adult Disney World. That is the most grown folk holiday out in out in Las Vegas for that starting weekend. Just seeing the way people operate around sports books out there. It's like Christmas. Wow. Oh, we need a family uh, yeah, we trip do that out there. Family trip, I think. Yeah. Maybe next year, huh? Yeah. We got time, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, exactly for right for right now. So we're gonna work we're gonna work on that one because right. I think it's one of those things that everyone kind of needs to experience. Right. We're good I'm, with that. I'm generally out on Vegas and most we other can get settings. Get some podcast listeners to come with us. Too. Oh wow, that'd be a ball. Make it a real a real party. That would be terrifying. We are efforting a live pod at some point yes, down the road here as long as we keep this going. So if you guys continue to support it. And we appreciate that fact. By the way, we do need also help describing the podcast, which I'm going to turn to our listeners for. We'll tweet this out later as well, but we need a description to go in the bio for the podcast. Like a bio for the podcast, (laughs) kind of explain in a few lines what we're trying to accomplish. Dumpster fire. Yeah, there you go, pretty much. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I would say. There, our logo will be a dumpster fire. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Still working on that too. So yeah. all of it uh, tremendously <laughs> ill-conceived in a lot of a lot of the point. We're in doing this, it but... backwards, but it's okay. Exactly. We're kind of figuring this out as we go, which is pretty much story, how we the do story things. of yeah. all our lives. Pretty much yeah. on this one right now. So other life updates. I don't know. You guys have. All, I, we were talking about this before. Uh, do we have a would you rather cooked up for this week? I want to make sure I've got that before I throw to it too. Yes, yes, we're Jenny's good to go with would you rather. All yeah. right, so Jenny's got a would you rather cooked up for right now. Yep. But besides that, Jenny hasn't done anything stupid lately, which is the majority of this podcast. We've teased having Tony Fusillo on. Who, Jake? Please explain Tony's whereabouts and what's going on. Tony Fusillo is Jenny's dad, who is one of the oldest people walking the face of the earth right now. He shut the door on the ark. He was there to sign the Declaration of Independence, and now he's still, you know. Just finishing up his long tenure as a college football coach and a coach on many levels. But now he's also taken up some new hobbies. Where is Tony right now, Jake? So Tony's on a, a spree right now of taking the free hotel rooms given by um, folks giving presentations about buying timeshares. Oh. So Tony is just circumnavigating New England, soaking up free hotel rooms and basically with no intention of buying a timeshare. But um, so he's currently snowshoeing in Vermont right now. Um, that's that's true. Um, where was he last last month, Jen? Where was he at? Um, in in like the middle of Maine. So Doing there what? was no like snowshoeing, but oh, 
I would say, was the snowshoeing added on extra? Was it just something he did? Like, is he an avid snowshoer? No, never snowshoed before. Um, but the real question is, we have an event with my my parents playing something this upcoming Sunday. So hopefully a, a little teaser to the next podcast. They won't tell us where they're taking us. Um, my dad is taking my brothers and Jake. And they said they can dress very casual, whatever they want to wear. Um, girls are dressing nice. So this, I can't imagine where my mom's taking us, but I'm sure my dad will be, it'll be a good story Wait, for the it's, next it's one. Wait, a different spot? Yeah. The, the guys are going yes. one spot and the girls, okay, oh, okay. gotcha. Yes, gotcha. we all have to report to my parents' place at 4 p.m. So. Wow. So your dad's get, get, dressed whoa. comfortably. Yeah. Yes, for the boys. So I, I I'm disappointed because I want to go with them. You want to be a boy. Sounds, it, like, yeah, like it sounds more fun. comfortably? Yes, that's what he said. Oh, wow. Oh, he's taking him to a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, paintball or and something I like that. Yeah. 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 Now we're going to the cabaret in uh, Revere, Massachusetts. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you say dress comfortably and bring plenty of singles that you're comfortable <laughs> with parting ways with. Oh, my God. All right, so we've got that to look forward to on the back end with them. Yeah. And we're going to try and get to I've been teasing Tony for, we're like, seven We're going to try for podcasts. next week. Yeah, we, we got to get next, next podcast if we can get The him. guy is just a, a fountain of stories, so uh, he, he's going to be great to have on eventually. Yeah, over many decades of stories, yeah. right? Exactly. Centuries, even. <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of years. See, high five the Wright brothers after they completed their first flight. Stop it. It was incredible. He's the last person to see Amelia Earhart alive. So, wow. All of these things will be revealed. What the secrets legend. of Tony Fusillo. But in the meantime, so four of us here, and Sydney, I don't know if you are you in on this yet or not, this whole 30 crap, what the hell's wrong with you guys? So, Jake and Jenny, you just finished, and I think we talked about this, and now Mom and Dad, you are just starting. So, Jake and Jenny, explain again for everyone who may have missed what the hell this is and why my parents are doing it. It's just funny because you guys all gave us a bunch of crap, and now everybody's jumping on board for doing it. Um, but no grains, no dairy, no legumes, no beans. Um, no fun. No fun. No fun for 30 <laughs> days. Yeah. yeah. It is a pretty miserable 30 days. Uh, you, you know, me and Jake were pretty much in bed before 9 every single night of the week because you can't eat out either nowhere. You're really not supposed to. You're supposed to cook every meal, so... Um, uh, it was great. I'm not going to lie. It's probably one of the best things either of us have done. It was a challenge, but not something we'll ever do again. What we are you... going out. We're going out for the first time this Saturday since we, and we are going to be blackout yep. this weekend. So, <laughs> so, so if somebody were to ask you, what did the whole 30 do for you? Cause, cause your, your mother and I are one week into it. We're set there. We're on our, we're our, our seventh day. Seven day. We're a weekend. What would you say? This is what it did for me. The most energy I've ever had. Um, that's, I would say, the best thing. It's it's taught me how to cook without just flooding everything with cheese and being like, <laughs> oh, I need to add this to make it good. So I think I've become like a healthier cook. I've, um, like, if we're talking workouts, learned to like, you know, burn fat, and not necessarily just burn carbs from like what I had before. So. Um, I enjoyed it. We were just crazy sugar addiction after the holidays, so it was needed for us. And what was the first thing you guys ate after your thirty Cold days? Stone. Cold stone. Cold stone. Cold stone. Oh, was, ice cream. Let me tell you, it it was amazing. People who say they finished the whole thirty, I've never ordered a sweet again. It, it's that they're full of it. They're full of crap. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. By the way, speaking of crap, uh, our producer Evan Wilner, who produces Golik and Wingo for us in the, as well in the morning. 
is helping produce this podcast, doesn't know how to turn on the microphone he's in front of right now, but just got in my ear and told me that he did Whole30 this summer, and the first time he went out, like Jake and Jenny are about to this weekend after, he almost pooped himself. Oh, no. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, no. You know what that means for Jake, so it's like a thing. It's not just him? Oh, no, it's not just him. My friends all had pretty uh, crazy experiences with that. Well, let's talk about this, too. Right when the Whole30 ends for Dad and I, Dad's going to um, Monday after the yeah, Masters. Yeah, hooting the Bowfish Golf Tournament, which is a which is a, a sieve of alcohol. I'm glad I'm not going. Because it's be, Jake, I mean, I would imagine that part of it is destroying you. Jake. Jake. The mic. Did we lose? Sorry, Jake? Jen, Jen's, oh. Jen's in front of the mic, and she's she's crushing me right now. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Okay. Yeah. The- Give me the question again. Uh, Jake, uh, I would imagine that part of the bathroom issue is crushing you after the whole 30 thing. Yeah, it's pretty consistent. Um, not a lot has changed for me. I'm typically a guy who has quite a few bathroom issues, regardless of what my diet is. Um, so, uh, it's, it's been a little bit of a transition, but mostly the same news for me. Monday after the master is going to be more like hooting the blowhole. Oh, come on. Sydney, are you going to, are you going to try this, this whole 30? Yeah, um, I'm actually going to do it after Easter. Um, so what is that, in like a month or so? Yeah. Um, I'm going to start it. I'm just curious because you guys have all given really good feedback, and I feel left out, so I'm going to try it now. There you go. It's a fair point. So yeah. I mean, uh, this is fit- fitness is pretty high. It yeah, is. it is. So yeah, I feel like is. Do you feel any pressure to do it? No, not at None? all. None? Yeah, no. no. I say you're, the, the, the whims of this do not affect me in, in the slightest, so... Yeah. I'm going to work on – I'm actually thinking about following the Joe Thomas plan. Joe Thomas, who's recently seen taking a picture looking like a full-blown snack right now. Yeah. Yes. Got to be down about 60-plus at this point. Jack, veins popping. Tried the intermittent fasting route, went a little keto. So I may experiment with some of those things because all I've ever wanted to be is Joe Thomas, and I failed miserably at that football-wise. So maybe I can have his body, although that's probably out of the round, too. I was wondering if Joe is bummed that he could have looked like that the whole time and now, like – Spent so many years being. Oh, tough to look like that. He's also fat pounds. and rich. Yeah. So that's yeah. true. That's, exactly that's true. Right. The rich part certainly. That kind of goes into yeah. our "Would you rather?" Wouldn't it? Exactly. All right. So now we need the now we need the "Would you rather?" Before we get to Jenny and I reading this script. So Janice, have you prepared the "Would you rather" this week? Yes. This is one that we've debated for a while now. So I'm excited to hear what um, Mike you think of it. And um, I don't think we ever had this discussion with Mister Golick either. So um, would you rather? Have the body of your dreams and body of your dreams, meaning you do not have to work out for it. You can eat whatever you want. You don't feel like crap when you have, you know, cupcakes or whatever. Um, you build it, whatever you want, or $10 million cash, no taxes. So now this, this is rest of your life. Have that body. Wait. So this body you can have and you don't even have to lift a weight or eat good. No. Nope. Or $10 million cash. Wow. I, this is easy for me. All right. I'm taking the body. So for well, me listen, too. But that's the problem. That's the problem is you guys have money. No, no, no. Even if I didn't have money, so you would take. I the- don't have money. I'm taking. I'm taking the body. I, I'm taking the Jana, body. Jana, Jake, you would not. Jake, you would take the money, right? I would do unspeakable things for a tenor. So I mean, like, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the money here. No, no question. <laughs> so wait. So Chris and Jenny will take the body. So that's the two women. The other woman, Sydney. Wh- which way do you go? Oh, body, 100%. Imagine, like, waking up and you're like, I feel like having an entire can of cinnamon rolls right now, and I'm still going to have a six-pack. So, wait, does your does your do your innards feel the effect of this? Like, am I going to eat? If I no. eat what I want, am I going to have, like, diabetes and heart no. disease? No. 
You still, no, you don't know. You still feel great. Like, no effects of that. I mean, I'm wondering now, is this a thing about societal thing, though? The, the women know right away said body. Not yeah. one woman has said money. No. No, yeah. Society's horrific, and it puts undue pressure yeah. on you guys yeah. and the, the, the patriarchy the, thing. You could offer me $50 million. I'd still take the body. Really? Me too. No question. Yep. I'm going to be real. It's more about the ability to eat whatever you want from me. Like, if I took away the body, if I gave you the body you have now, but you could eat whatever you wanted, would you still take that over the money? Yes. Yeah. Well, first off, Jenny, kiss my ass. You have an ab. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah, yeah. I Jenny, know. You're see yourself out of that. That, that makes it harder. Yes, but but there's something have to about, do anything yeah, for Yeah, there's it. something about waking up every day and going, God, I look good. I don't have to worry. Like, see, to me, it's more about God. I can eat cake for breakfast. See, and it's me. It's more about the outside stuff than what I could eat. Oh, mom, but you're beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. But you are, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I think I would take the body as well. I say I'm. Oh. I'm taking yeah. it for the internals, though. Like the ten million dollars is appealing, but also like. I can find a way to make a living. Right. I want to eat whatever the hell I want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want to be able to go out and eat chicken parm right. every right. day for lunch. So think about, think about oh. how social food is and eating and everything. Like, and so Jake, you're the, Jake's the only one that took the money. money. That's not shocking. My dog. That's not shocking. Yeah, that's not shocking. <laughs> Jake, you realize you're not poor. No, I, I understand that, but you know, it, it's, $10 million. it's good cash. Jake good likes cash. to buy cars and things like that. Like, All right. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let us know what you think on yeah. that one because yeah. I th- I think the I think if it was just have the body of your dreams without working for it or ten million dollars, it'd be a lot more of a debate. But if it's have the body of your dreams while also not being able to crucify your innards right. with the evils of food, then it changes. I'll be it a interested bit. the replies we get know. to this on, on our on our Twitter feeds right. as for, between men and women, right? Of which too. way they're going to go? Yeah, what, very the, what the breakdown for that yeah. is? Yeah. Oof. All, All right. right. It's All that right. time, isn't it? It's that it? time. Janice, you ready? I got to pull it up. Hold on. All right. All right. So just to give you guys a little background again, Jenny wants to be an actor. The film A Few Good Men. Let me tell you about this. If you haven't seen it for whatever reason, Few Good Men is a film about Tom Cruise who plays a um, a Navy uh, attorney. A, basically. A Navy, yeah, a Navy attorney. He's young. He's on this base right now. And essentially, there ends up being a case in a trial about two Marines who are accused of executing a code red, of hazing another Marine to the point where that Marine died. They are now on trial. And the the final scene of this movie is one of the most famous in film history. It's an Aaron Sorkin film. And in this last scene, they're in the courtroom, and Tom Cruise, who is playing, uh, who is playing, uh, I think it's Lieutenant Caffey, I forget what his yeah. rank is at the time, who's playing Lieutenant Caffey, is interrogating Jack Nicholson, who is playing Colonel Jessup, who is at the center of all this. He is the man he in is, this movie. He is the man. He is not to be told. He's not to be trifled with. So I will be Tom Cruise. I will be Lieutenant Caffey. And Jenny will be playing the part of Colonel Jessup, which is the most important role in this movie. Yeah. Oh, this boy. is my favorite monologue in the history of film. This background is making me nervous. Well, I wasn't nervous. Just show who, who you're playing. Colonel Jessup Yikes. is one of the biggest badasses in any movie ever. So you better you better come correct on this one, Jenny. Take my jacket off. All right. All right. Get ready. For the podcast audience, she's taking her jacket off. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right, so this is the end court scene. All right, so Jenny, I'm going to tell you where I'm going to start right now. If you look down, I sent you okay. the script, all right? Yes. You're going to go to a line. It's highlighted. It is Lieutenant Caffey saying, Crystal, Colonel, I have just one more question. 
That's going to be my first line. Hold on, I'm scrolling. Scroll down, scrolling, scrolling. Scrolling, scrolling. I can hear how nervous she is. Oh, uh-huh. I know, I know. Getting the character. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't need the background. Now I'm like, whoa, this is a more heated scene than oh, I thought. Oh, it is. Oh, it's, it's heated. Yeah. heated. Um, I will also be throwing my voice for the part of Ross, who is the... Uh, who is the Crystal. prosecuting attorney right, in this right. case, who is played by who's uh, Kevin Bacon, Kevin, Kevin Bacon, who yep. plays Ross is the prosecuting attorney and the judge in this okay. case as well. Right. So I will be playing those parts. Jenny, you just have Colonel Jessup. Sorry. Can you say that one more time? What's the first line you're giving me? The first line I'm your first line you're saying my line right above it. The first line you're saying is Colonel Jessup is Santiago was a substandard Marine. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. So are you starting with yeah. that? Starting right before it. All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, we're in the courtroom. In the courtroom. I'm getting ready. Tense. (laughs) This is it. Here we go. Game face is on. All right, here we go. Go. Crystal. Colonel, I have just one more question before I put Airman O'Malley and Airman Rodriguez on the stand. If you gave an order that Santiago wasn't to be touched, and your orders are always followed, then why would Santiago be in danger? Why would it be necessary to transfer him off the base? Santiago was a substandard Marine. He was being transferred. That's not what you said. You said he was being transferred because he was in grave danger. That's correct. You said he was in danger. I said grave danger. You said. I recall what you what I said. I could have the court reporter read it back to you. I know what I said. I don't have to have it read back to me like I'm saying. Then some why sort of... two orders, Colonel? Sometimes men take matters into their own hands. No, sir. You made it clear just a minute ago that your men never take matters into their own hands. Your men follow orders or people die. So Santiago shouldn't have been in any danger at all. Should he have, Colonel? You snotty little bastard. Your Honor, I'd like to ask for recess. I'd like him to answer the question, Judge. The court will wait for an answer. If Lieutenant Kendrick gave an order that Santiago wasn't to be touched, then why did he have to be transferred, Colonel? Lieutenant Kendrick ordered the code red, didn't he? Because that's what you told Lieutenant Kendrick to do. Objection. And when it went bad, you cut these guys loose. You had Markinson sign a phony transformer, and you doctored the log, Colonel. Damn it, Kathy. You coerced the doctor. Consider yourself in contempt. Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's gonna do it? You? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? I have a greater responsibility that you can't possibly fathom. You weep for Santiago, and you curse the Marines. You have that luxury. You have the luxury of not knowing what I know. That Santiago's death, while traffic, probably saved lives. And my existence, while grotesque and incomprehensible to you, saves lives. You don't want the truth, because deep down in that places that you don't talk about at parties, you want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You use words like honor, code, loyalty. You use these words as a backbone of a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Did you order the code red? 
I did the job. Did you order the code red? You goddamn right I did. (laughs) And scene. (laughs) Oh, Jenny, well done. That was powerful. Not going <laughs> to lie, Janice, I was the best man for Jake at your wedding. I've known you for a long time. I've always kind of considered you on the outside of this family. It's the first day I've ever been proud of you, so that was a hell of a job, Janice. <laughs> Jenny, way to wow. go! Good job, Sid. What did you think of that? That was that was like moving. That was like it was really good. It was really good. That really was good, Jenny. Nice job. Thank you. Thank you. I got a little behind the scenes content too. I video recorded the whole thing. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> she she turning red, veins popping out of her neck. You won't believe it when you see it. Oh, this is gonna be great. It's gonna be incredible. You so have to we- understand too, Mike and my relationship. So like acting with Mike in any sort of heated situation, like I'm already like you it's know, already there. The huh? like, yeah. It's already ready to go. So yeah, it's already. Now we got to see it. Kind of like turning into the Hulk a little bit. We're yeah. reading that when she started screaming. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, that was really good. <laughs> that all was right. good. We all can we all can decompress and bask in that one. Hopefully, we don't get sued by Aaron Sorkin. I, I'm pretty sure we're legally allowed <laughs> yeah. to do that. Yeah. But uh, so if you didn't like that, you're probably never going to like this podcast. Yeah. But yeah. if you did like that, subscribe, download, rate, leave a review. Tell Jenny what you think of her performance and if she should go through with these acting classes. I'm inclined to give her the thumbs up <laughs> Me right too. now. Me too. Thumbs up. Maybe that Oscar speech should stay hidden wow. at this point. Jenny, we're proud of you. <laughs> Very so, good, Jenny. Everyone's Thank proud you. of Janice. Thank you again to everyone who listened. We are going to effort Tony Fusillo in the coming weeks to try and find out where in the world of, uh, of timeshares time shares he is at this point, snowshoeing through life. And uh, until then, as always, we're sorry in advance. I'm not. <laughs>